on the 171st episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We recap some of the top stories from Week 8. We discuss some of the solid matchups upcoming in Week 9. And as always, we give you our Boys of the Week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, where we are potting on a Tuesday because we wanted to wait for the trade trade deadline to pass in case there was anything crazy that went down and nothing happened. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, I mean, look, nothing fantasy related really, really happened. I mean, I mean, for me, the Saints got Quan Alexander, which was very nice. Um, got, like rid, got rid of Keith. Isn't he already a Saint? Well. No, we got we got rid of Kiko Alonso and a fifth round pick for a player who's twenty six, and if he can stay healthy, would definitely shore up that uh that linebacking core, help Demario Davis. So, but that had nothing to do with fantasy too much. So, whatever, let's just we can move on because the trade deadline was poo poo. Yeah, the only exciting thing that happened was there's about an hour where Will Fuller was going to the Packers, <laughs> but then nothing happened with that. Price too high. Yeah, so, they really want way too much. Do you think that's the biggest misstep? I mean, I guess it was hard with COVID this year and what they were saying, like the extended time players would have to take when mm-hmm. getting traded. And then also you don't know what the uh, what the cap situation is like next year. But with that all being said, I feel like the biggest misses are either Dallas or the Texans not getting something for one of their wide receiver trios. Granted, you're not going to really get something for Cobb, but Dallas. I mean, between all right, between the five receivers of Gallup, Cooper. Uh, well, they're not going to trade C.D. Lamb, so four receivers: da- uh, Gallup, Cooper, uh, Cooks, and Fuller. Like you think you you think one of them would be traded uh, because those teams are looking terrible and could use yeah. the draft capital. Well, three that- wins between them, so. It's not even that not going anywhere. I'm I'm thinking like the Packers needed a, a wide receiver outside of Devontae Adams to do something. So now they miss out on that. So that really hurts them. The Cowboys, who are what one and a half games out of first place. I mean, I, I don't I don't know how realistic it was to try and get Ryan Fitzpatrick, but you still have a chance to win that division. Like you really do. No one's running away with it. You could have gotten a quarterback because. We know Andy Dalton is not going to be the guy this year. And you have a, a solid wide receiving core, which is, you know, crazy just to, like, let it, let it, just waste it. So that sort of sucks for them. But I understand. I, I, I saw that why they didn't get rid of Gallup is because their price is so low right now, like his rookie contract. So they just don't want to, I guess they're trying to maybe wait a year with that. So I understand why they didn't trade Gallup. So. Well, if his contract so that means he's more valuable to contending teams that might not have a lot of cap space yeah but don't hurt them to just hold on to it you know what i'm saying true i guess but also i mean the cowboys are already benched gucci Danucci and they're starting i don't know some <laughs> other random quarterback i've never heard of uh i like the i just call him the Danuch. just sounds really funny yeah. but yeah i guess it depends how much you think um a season's worth or winning uh a division is worth because I think if they did get a mediocre quarterback, they could win this division. But what does that mean? What does that? Yeah, I like, guess. So. You, yeah, like 
But how much updated, updated on the early Saturday? But I mean, embarrassed on the uh, early Saturday uh, playoff game. But how much would you have weekend. to give up to get Fitzpatrick? Realistically, not much, probably. Right, a thirty-seven-year-old quarterback, like third or fourth. I mean, I think fourth at I, best, probably. I don't I think, think a third. I think it's a little higher because I don't think a team like Miami that's in a good position right now wants to give up their mm. backup. I guess that's true. A, a, a team that even if Tua goes down, they could still win with Fitzpatrick. Mm. Makes makes sense. It makes sense. But I because think because then they would just be right in the same position as as yeah the, as, uh, as the Cowboys. They're extremely, <laughs> in an extremely winnable division without a quarterback. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Um but yeah, I, I think the Packers lost out the I think the Packers lost out the most by not getting someone to compliment Devontae Adams because they really need someone else on that team to make plays. And you see when Aaron Jones is down, that running game is non-existent, and the, the other receivers are just absolute trash. So. Yeah, and now Aaron Jones is down, and Williams and Dylan A.J. Dillon are also so. down. Yeah, not looking good. It, it, it's bad when you're really hoping Alan Lazard comes back. Like that, like that's your your savior is Lazard. Like that's how you know you're desperate. So, I think they could have used Fuller and paid a little high price because they're a team that could possibly win the Super Bowl this year if they had, you know, they can, can be consistent on offense because the defense, you know, can make mistakes. But that offense, when they're on, they're on, and Fuller would have made yeah. that team dynamic. So I like that much more. Like if you you have a chance to win a Super Bowl, then I think you go for it. Yeah, Especially yeah. since Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, he's looked amazing, but it's not like he's a spring chicken. So exactly, his window is. I don't know why they wait. Like why they waste it. Like I I don't understand. But whatever. Yeah, look, I'm glad I'm not a Packers fan at this point. So I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be a Packers fan. <laughs> I know you would love to be a I know you would. Like, Both of you like guys that, probably would. Uh, uh, you think? <laughs> Wouldn't that be phenomenal, John? Just oh, my God. <laughs> imagine. Imagine. Unbelievable. I don't know. I, don't, I, I, can't, uh, I can't sympathize right now with you guys. <laughs> Just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the time is coming. I had, I had my, my, my 14 years, and I, I'll, I'll, that's okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. All right. Let's go on to uh, some of the week eight storylines since trade deadline was a bust. Um, just the, the rash of injuries besides the uh, the COVID positives as well. Um, huge ones. Like the 49ers have three injured running back, three new injured running backs every week, it seems. Um, and then Miles Gas- Gaskin just went out, um, another running back out. At least a few weeks, and then also for the 49ers, uh, George Kittle, our boy, well, pretty much everyone's boy, out for, they said, eight weeks with a broken foot, and Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt his ankle again. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't know what, like, did did San Francisco, like, sell their souls to the devil to make the playoffs, the Super Bowl last year? Because they're getting a lot of come up, comeuppance this year. It seems like like bad, like everyone's getting hurt. Like the whole team, this this is like, have they not fired their athletic trainer? Because like every single person on their team is hurt. Every starter. Yeah, I just annihilated. I remember when they made me start freaking out because they were blaming it on MetLife Stadium. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. 
now the Giants are gonna now the Giants and Jets have to get embarrassed from this turf, and it's like, well, was it really the turf? Because no. they seem to be getting injured everywhere else too. <laughs> Every everybody on that team just seems to get hurt. I don't know what's going on. Like, is there is there a starter left that you could name? Like, it's really fucking crazy. It's crazy how many people are hurt on that team. So, I don't know. I feel bad if you have Kittle, especially like that's. That's a massive blow because you probably spent a second or third round pick on him. Uh, I mean, it's fourth, maybe. Uh, but either way, that's a, t- that's a tough pill to swallow if you lost Kittle there. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, especially with how important tight ends are with this not being the year of the tight end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. You can't lose one of the five that are... Because there's about five... Like, John who's looked really bad. So there's, like, Kittle, Kelsey... Waller, Andrews is still up there. They're all inconsistent. Even Waller's been inconsistent. This, this so much is consistent. Okay, Waller and Andrews are inconsistent. Kelsey's been good. You know who's been consistent um, for the last three weeks? Gronk. He has been. He's come on strong. Yeah, he's at, at I think his last three weeks were eight, 18, 17, and 14 in um, PPR, which is, you know... Superstar level for tight ends. And don't look now. <laughs> don't look now. Week 9, he plays the New Orleans Saints, who have one of the worst defenses against the tight ends. So if you have Gronk, maybe in a daily fantasy, fucking roll him, because uh, he's going he's gonna to put up some points versus New Orleans. I'll tell you that. Especially in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it may not be the year of the tight end, but all reliable is making a, a strong case to be comeback tight end of the year. Um, uh, speaking quickly of old players, uh, how awesome was it to see Alfred Morris on the Giants yeah. getting carries? I mean, come on. He uh, won me I two fantasy leagues. He was in the league. He won me two yeah, fantasy leagues in 2012. Like, I was like, is that like his cousin, his uh, brother or something? Like, when I heard that uh, name, Alfred Morris getting the ball, I'm like, what? The butler getting some carries, like, here? He looked pretty good. He didn't look bad. Like, he was churning positive yards. For a guy who, Uh, when was the last time you actually played an NFL snap? Like, that's that's nice. Very nice. Isn't that that the best part about COVID? Expanded rosters and a lot of veterans making practice squads that often find themselves onto... The field on Sundays and Mondays, and sometimes Thursdays. So. I mean, I mean, I like it. I definitely like the the opportunity it gives some players who may not have had the opportunity prior. Definitely nice, um, especially for a sport that has the smallest window to uh, actually make money. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That guy's making money again. So good for him. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance we see Dez again. Like the yeah. old NFC East is coming out to play. Can we get To back in here? <laughs> oh my god I bet you T.O. would probably still be better than like 55% of the wide receivers playing right now oh yeah I bet you Tony <laughs> Romo would lead the Cowboys to the playoffs <laughs> he probably would like, he probably I'm would. not even joking you give Tony Romo like a month off the golf course and put him in a like conditioning weight and conditioning room I, I feel like if the Cowboys are two games behind, he Can, leads them to the play. I, I would want Romo to play quarterback only if he's allowed to have a microphone and also do play-by-play while he's playing the game. Yeah, analyze his own game. <laughs> I like that. that would be amazing, watching him on the sideline, analyzing the defense, and he's on analyzing his own play while it's happening. It's great. Somewhere Brett Favre is sitting in his... Uh, dungarees or wranglers or whatever he does, <laughs> thinking he could lead the Cowboys to the playoffs. 
<laughs> that I say, no, he can't. <laughs> he definitely cannot. I'm sorry. He definitely thinks he can. Though. Oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> he definitely Every cannot. Every now and then, you'll you'll have a Brett Favre quote pop up of him just saying like i think i can still play like i feel like i I read that every now and then it's like brett Favre in magazine interview says you know if i really wanted to i could still get out what's funny is like i feel like it was only it feels like only like four years ago that he was playing for the jets but it was like eight or it was like it was way longer than that it was like 11 years ago it was 12 years ago He's he's aged like forty years in the past fifteen years now. It really, it's really fucking crazy. Um, just you know, just gotta give Brett Favre make his entire body like copper fit, and then he'll be <laughs> throwing touchdowns, <laughs> touchdowns left and right. Uh, that copper fit stuff looks so terrible, by the way. Like those like knee high socks they know. want you to wear. Brett Favre and Jerry Rice like it. Copper fit and Wrangler jeans. You're fucking straight. Good. Regular jeans, I mean, I don't want to bash the brand. I, I don't remember the last time I wore them. Maybe, maybe they've gotten better since I was a kid, but I remember having a pair of a kid and just being like uh, some of the roughest material ever to put on your body. Look, when, And when, stiff it. Stiff when, and rough. When, I guess if you like it stiff and rough, then that's your type of jean. When, when your stuff is the low-end branded it's like, Sears, it's probably not like the best stuff to be buying. Like, yeah. It's probably, probably not good. <laughs> the... I think, I honestly think the Gap makes the best jeans. Gap Flex, Techno, and they even call it, this is how you know it's a good jean, is that they call it their Gap Flex technology. Ooh. They're like, yeah, their jean is a technology. Like, that's that's fancy. That's just, so far you put it in my mind that it's a comfortable jean, and you placebo so, it a little bit, but it ooh, is extremely right. good. So, Gap jeans are the most comfortable. Wait, jeans. do I have Frank? So, so I'll so I will give a um I guess a free plug for a, a company, but my favorite jeans are Express jeans, and they have the uh, what they call their hyper stretch technology, which they pretty much are like, they're like, they're not even they don't even feel like jeans. They're so comfortable. They're crazy well, for you, because normal people don't can't really wear. Express like you have the body yeah. of a of a European man. Well, first off, uh, first off, <laughs> European men are the only ones that could like fit in. If express. if wait, first off, if Victor Oladipo could wear Express and uh, prep, you know, rep their shit and have his own, he had his own Express line. Then yes, anyone anyone can be wearing All Express. Right. So I um I bought a couple dress shirts from Express that I really like the style of, uh, but I bought them one size too big, like than normal because that's how i feel going express is like you're not supposed to have if you buy tops you're not supposed to have shoulders or neck like if you if you lift if you do any type of weightlifting, then a lot of their stuff is like slim fit too though that's why like it's... no i mean i've worn slim fit stuff their stuff is like i love slim. their clothes i love their clothes <laughs> i like the look of their clothes i'm just i think they look very nice i just don't think they're too comfortable if you you know you have some hips you have some nips you <laughs> i got no nips and i got no hips so i'm good <laughs> i can't Perfect. make it sexy i'm sorry you can't make it sexy. <laughs> i'm sorry mm-hmm. all, all right, right. <laughs> well we'll do our gene rankings another time yeah. yeah all right um let's go on to some other uh other games from week eight uh the Bengals over titans hey was that more joe burrows just going nuts or the titans frauds this is so. I was um, 
picking my team for my weekly eliminator pool or suicide pool, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. And the, I was with somebody who's in the league um, who was still alive as well. Was like, oh, I'm definitely going with the Titans. Uh, like, I've saved the Titans. That's my lock it in pick, whatever. And I'll, I'll burn the Titans this week and worry about next week. And I was like, I don't know, man. I just... I know he's only a rookie, but I'm making it a point not to bet against Joe Burrow. Hmm. Like, that's just hmm. not... I don't feel comfortable betting against Joe Burrow in any scenario. So, that's my rule He right looks now. He looks good, man. I mean, he... with. I mean, if just imagine if he had, like, a line of, like... I don't know. Like, the Cowboys or the Buccaneers. Or anyone's just going to keep you upright longer. I mean, he looks good with a bad line. And he's throwing bullets. Like, it's it's ridiculous how good he looks and i don't think the titans are frauds but burrow's just the real thing if i have to uh yeah it's crazy looking at like what burrow's doing and then still trying to do like year three sam darnold or year two daniel jones just like looking lost or getting like 10 points a game or turning it over three times a game yeah any any other rookie quarterback would not fare well behind that line. No. Let's just say that. Yeah, absolutely. You're uh, absolutely right. It's it's really insane what he uh, is able to do with how much he's getting hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. One hundred percent. I mean, Justin Herbert looks good too, um, doing his thing. But the, he's he's quickly learning what it is to be a Chargers uh, quarterback. Oh my god, <laughs> he's Dude, quickly the learning. Are the real Falcons. He, no, but no, but this is no. This is 17, this, 17, 17, 21, 16 no, points. But this, this has They're been the, by that. But this has been the Chargers' mo for years. This is probably why Rivers was like, "I'm gone. I'm out of here. I have to go somewhere else." And then he just brought that bad juju, most likely to Indianapolis, as we saw first Jacksonville in Week One. Thankfully, there are five and two, but he's learning quickly what it is to be a Chargers quarterback. Like lose leads, <laughs> play bad against bad teams. Like it, 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 it is what happens as a Chargers quarterback. So sucks. Yeah, I mean, and it's not even like uh, the Phil, the Philip Rivers style of loss. I feel like Philip Rivers was either an interception or a miss kick, a miss field goal was his bad things. They're finding new ways now with Herbert. Um, Anthony Lynn, maybe just, maybe he needs to like go on a retreat with Andy Reid to learn what Andy Reid did to get over his two minute yeah. demon, demons. Take some shrooms out yeah, in the desert or uh-huh, something. Some ayahuasca. Uh, Throw or do what we, <laughs> do what we've been, uh, trumping, uh, on this podcast for so long, and that's, Get a closer coach. Yep. <laughs> Bring him in. Like, make it happen. I mean, if you can coach nine tenths of a game, there's no reason for your uh, for your career to end because you can't coach the other one tenth. Just get a closer coach. I would I would groom my defensive and offensive coordinators to be those coaches to be like, all right, what position are we in? All right, we're on defense. All right, now you are the two minute. You know. <laughs> Oh, your offense? You're okay, you're now. you're the coach now. Like that, that's you're the captain now. <laughs> Look at me, I'm your captain now. That's it. Um, yeah, it sucks. I feel bad because uh, Herbert played a, played a really good game, and they just they got they they let him down. They let him down big time. So that's the Chargers' way. Um, I would like to talk about 
quickly the uh, the the Dolphins and Rams to his first game. Uh, I don't know if that was on your list to talk about, John, but uh, uh, no, didn't have a great first game. Won it, but wow, did Jared Goff and the Rams offense look like utter shit? They had like over four hundred yards. They just couldn't finish. What do you mean they were? They just were terrible. I mean, they had a chance to. They they had a turnover on what, like the seven or eight yard line. Turned that into what? The Dolphins going the other way for ninety something yards on a touchdown. They just couldn't put the ball in the end zone. I don't care about yards. You can't put the ball in the end zone. You're fucking terrible. And Goff is also terrible. I I just it it really is bad. And then the special teams giving up that punt return. It's just. I don't even know what to think of the Rams. That was just terrible. It was awful. It was an awful. It was an awful game. And the Dolphins, I gotta give them credit, I guess, because they're staying with it in the NFC, in the AFC East. And their defense, man, sneaky good fantasy defense. I mean, they have a bye and then a bad matchup, so maybe. Do, but just look at them for um, two weeks out. I think they have a pretty good rest of the slate. They do. They do. Yeah, after they're buying their bad matchup. I forget who's no, they're, their bad they're, matchup. They're, no, they're, they're like they're Steelers the, or something? They're playing the Cardinals this week, I think. They have Cardinals oh, this card, week. And, and then and a then, bye. And then a char- No, they already had their bye. Oh, okay. Then they have Cardinals and Chargers, Broncos, Jets, Bengals, Chiefs, pa- Patriots, Raiders. All right, well, the so Chargers... Chargers, they'll win on like... Yeah. Around. No, but the Chargers, they'll win on like a defensive touchdown or something like that, like near the end of the game. We know that that's how it's going to work. The Denver Broncos, it's in, it's in Denver, so it might be tough. But then they get the Jets, Cincinnati. Yeah, they, I mean, look, they have, they could finish 9 and 7, 10 and 6, for sure. Which definitely could maybe get them a, maybe get them a playoff game, you know? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll, uh, maybe, maybe the Dolphins can find the playoffs this year. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe. Brooklyn, uh, my, my daughter will be excited because she likes the Dolphins now because my mom likes the Dolphins. Look out for that defense. Yeah. Oh, AFC right. is, is stacked, though. Um, let's see. Um, I don't know. Talk about stacked AFC Steelers, Ravens, real quick. Lamar Jackson continues to have, and the Ravens offense just has problems when it comes to big games. Uh, like, they just can't. They can't win against good teams. It's what would market. you describe them as? Like ho hum right now? That's how Lamar like, Jackson is playing. Like not bad, but not what you thought. No, when you probably spent a third round pick on him. I mean, it's. I think you, you said it last week, Brian. He's been very disappointing. Like kind of surprisingly disappointing for how high he was drafted. But yeah, I mean, the like it's the running games that that's not there. And it's not yeah, just, the legs are still his legs are still there, but he's not throwing the ball well at all this year. That's that's the big issue. Is he's is we all knew he could run the ball, but if you can't complete the passes that you need to be completing, you're it's not going to work out. You know, it's 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 there's something off. There's something off right now that he they need to correct, and I don't know what it is. Someone called him Colin Kaepernick. I forgot where I was looking uh, online, like. Maybe he's the Colin Kaepernick. Like, had that one season, and then maybe, uh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not writing him off um, because it's not like he's playing terrible. But all you could 
I mean, and he's not playing terrible. It's also only his third year, and he could definitely snap out of this and still be amazing. But, yeah, put the would I start a franchise with him or Patrick Mahomes conversation arrest. Like, oh, that's, that was close. always a silly conversation, and now I'm glad that um, anybody who is trying to have it looks dumb. I just... Um... Yeah, anyone, yeah, that, I mean, first off, even after the MVP last year, I didn't care. I mean, Mahomes went down with the knee, uh, what was it, the, that was a knee, the knee dislocation, right? Even, even like, with that, I still thought Mahomes is the better quarterback, and it's, it's, was it, I don't think it was close then, even though he won MVP, and I don't think it's, it's, it's gone further up, like, it's, the, the difference is spread even more, so, yeah, Mahomes, by far, and I'm worried if I'm, I'm worried if I'm a Jackson owner. Um, I mean, there's nothing you can do right now. I mean, maybe you could trade him, but I think people. It's very hard to trade quarterbacks at this moment, unless you're in a really, really deep league. Um, even in twelve team leagues, it's, it's difficult to trade quarterbacks because most people have at least a decent quarterback, right? Like, I think in our, in our league that we're all in together, uh, your league, Brian. Like, maybe one team needs a quarterback, maybe. It's difficult. Maybe. It's very difficult yeah, to trade quarterbacks. I, I could use a quarterback, but I don't absolutely need one. I still have Big Ben. My only good, my only thing that's keeping me uplifted about Big Ben is that the team doesn't ever score under thirty points. So you got to think like, eventually he's going to get back to his mid twenties norm. But I could use a quarterback. It would be nice to have a different quarterback, but I. You could get, I could get by with Big Ben. Yeah, so you're not trading for Lamar Jackson with Big Ben, right? Like, because like obviously the person who we're going to trade you Lamar Jackson is going to want Ben and somebody else, and for you that's just not worth it at this point, right? No, so you're saying like you can't, you're not even getting anything for Jackson. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, I, I wouldn't trade Jackson because, like you said, what are you getting? And the chance that he does turn it on is. Like, too enticing for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, if you have Jackson to stick with, it hopefully gets better. But it's it's rough right now because, like you said, you spent probably a third-round pick on him, and it's not He's really He's good. scoring like a middle-of-the-road quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he's had, what, two good games, really? Two yeah. games where two games he's over had high 30s and then not one game over 20. So that's not good enough. No. That's hmm. like, I mean... Yeah, that's just I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but that's just not that not good enough for what you spent on him. That's a pretty Especially average. for a quarterback, yeah. Yeah, and that's so that's bumping his his standings in quarterbacks up. So sure, I'm he's still a top ten quarterback this, in the league. This happens that's not a real top ten. This happens all the time. all the time. Like it happened people um overdrafted Cam Newton after his MVP season. People drafted RG3 after his rookie season so high. Like, it always happens. Don't, like, don't chase the quarterback. Like, never chase that one season. Mahomes is a complete, like, he's in a different category. You don't talk about Mahomes. Different category. But every other time, you don't chase that MVP season. Because even Brady, after the 50 fucking touchdowns, drops back. Like, you don't chase the MVP season. You want to be the guy who catches the MVP season. So, like, that's why Lamar Jackson getting drafted in the third round was so ridiculous to me. People who got that MVP season got him in, like, the eighth or ninth, even tenth. 
Yeah. You I mean you've been saying it. You so you want you chased it with um you chased it with Kyler Murray this year on all your teams, which I didn't think was a big chase because people were on your boat as well, so he was still going pretty high. Like last year, I drafted Kyler Murray and was really happy. Um but that still was a better value than Lamar Jackson drafting Kyler Murray because you were what able to get him three rounds later, and he's been a better quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I got him exactly. I got him like two, three rounds later in every league, and <gasps> was able to. Uh, John's apparently sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, my yeah, my favorite pick was Wilson this year, and I just couldn't in my league. I just couldn't get him because Sal picked him in like the fourth, and I was like. Yes, Wilson's gonna like. I'm gonna get get Wilson in the sixth of every draft, just like I did last year. And nobody nobody was falling for it this year. Like I felt like no matter how many times the fantasy football people don't want to rank him in their top three, nobody was falling for it this year. They're like, no, he's a top three quarterback. We will draft him like a top three quarterback. Yeah, he actually drafted Russell Wilson. I think right before I drafted uh, Kyler Murray, and those were the two quarterbacks I really wanted this year was Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. But I was I wanted to stick to my guns because I was so all in on Murray being the MVP because like I just have a, a affinity for him for some reason that I I just went Murray in most in every in, in most in every week. I mean, he's been he's been really good in fantasy, so yeah. not a bad deal. Um, I, the, the funniest one in the last like five years was Baker last year. Like just so oh my many god, right? I, I'm just glad I did not draft Baker at all last year. Um, and I I wasn't like a Baker hater last year, so it's not like a we were some people that called it right. But weren't you kind of looking at it like funny that like some ESPN people had him like ranked in top three and stuff? I was like for for what? It I mean, was, the good offense is there, but he was he doesn't run. He was being drafted over. Like I've seen, I saw him in a league that I was in getting drafted before Russell Wilson, and I thought it was absolute. Like whoever did that should be thrown out of a league. Like how do you see a half a rookie season out of Baker Mayfield and say, yeah, nah, nah, nah he's 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 better than Russell Wilson. He could do what Russell Wilson does. Like it's it's just baffling, it's absolutely baffling. I don't know. I'm ridiculous. ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. So- yeah, go. On. Sorry. All right. Uh, just the the last game I kind of want to touch on for this past from week eight was the Vikings at Packers because the Packers defense pretty shitty. Kirk Cousins only threw it like fourteen times, and the Vikings just ran all over them. And I mean, this is like the same Packers defense as last year, where or the, the whole team as last year, where they look really good against like not so great competition or like softer competition. But then when it comes to a really good running back or like a competent offense, their defense just folds like a, like a lawn chair. They just could not do anything to stop Dalvin cook. They could have, they could have put 14 people on the field and I feel like Dalvin cook still would have went by all of them. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Dalvin cook looked like a man. Ridiculous. Yeah. No, he was a, yeah, he was a man among, among boys. Like he was, like one of those kids you see who play in like the uh those like high school leagues or like pee wee leagues, who are like they they like they shout they spread it up early and they're like five foot eleven just stiff arming four foot kids just out of the way like that's what he looked like it 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 was unfair what Dalvin Cook did to uh the Viking uh, yeah the, the he's package. he's getting into Henry territory he's not the same stature as Henry so he'll never be like it's like when Judge hits a homer versus like when. 
Um, I don't know. Who's somebody that's a little smaller than Judge, but still just as good as hitting home runs? What's the guy's name? <laughs> uh, the guy on the Brewers. Well, I can't think of his name now. Like Bellinger or something. Uh, Corey or, Bellinger. Yelich. Uh, Yelich, thank you. Yelich, Yelich, yeah. Yelich, exactly. Yeah, he's like Yelich. Uh, Henry's like Judge. And um, Kamara's like Mookie Betts. <laughs> like all top guys, all different things about them. And uh, then you have McCaffrey coming back. But those guys are... Um, the clear-cut four, and we'll probably, what, go that way next year in fantasy, barring any injuries. Although, You'll probably have them in the top four. Probably, but I, 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 I don't want to go too far ahead because we're not getting into this, but Barkley is probably going to be a steal next year. Um, I'm not drafting him. I know you're not. Of course I'm not you're not. Him <laughs> of course not. I'm not either. I'm just saying he's going to be a steal but, next year. Sure, but he didn't even look good the two games he played. I know he did Which is... Shitty to say because it's only two games, but he didn't look good. I know, and of course, but, but um, no, Dalvin Cook, you straight up though, like Dalvin Cook looks like a fucking beast, and yeah. I still don't think the contract is worth it for running backs. I don't care how good he looks; it's a lot of money to give to a running back. Things can oh, change sure. year to I mean, year. Because the Vikings, Vikings aren't making the playoffs, so it's like, Exa- yeah, exactly. So he's getting paid. Look, go for Dalvin Cook. Looks mad good. So. Package, you gotta stop the the running game. Yeah, that. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. looks like the one of the teams to play your running backs, but maybe not your wide receivers as much. Also, Kirk Cousins, woof. Oh, that yeah, hundred percent yards, a hundred percent guaranteed contract. Nailed it. He fucking nailed it. <laughs> Isn't it so much nicer when he doesn't have to throw the ball? <laughs> oh my god! My God. I mean, he's, he's got a nice-looking handle if he puts it in his bread basket every uh, time. I hope you got something for Justin Jefferson, all you Justin Jefferson believers out there, after that one good week, because never believed. I would. Ne- I will hey, never believe. Hey, he's had more than one good week. He's had no, more no, than no, one good week. No, 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 Not that he's not good, but I just don't trust – I don't trust wide receivers mm. that aren't named Adam Thielen, and I barely trust Adam Thielen, not because they're not good. I love them both. Thielen and Jefferson, but like, there's too many Vikings games when Dalvin Cook is playing, where it's like, okay, yeah, that's uh, just true. We, just we give it to Dalvin. Yeah. I still like Jefferson's talent, though. It's just I hopefully, for sure, we love him. Hopefully, maybe they it, get a different quarterback and pass the ball a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's the look. We'll just put them all. Who's the leader of this category? Aaron Jones. He's in the Aaron Jones category. We love you. We mean no nothing to disparage you. Uh, but you just, you know, you should be in a better situation. Not that Aaron Jones is not in a good situation because the Packers are a good team, but, like, they fuck around with him too much. They don't love him like we do. Yeah, they should love him more. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy not getting enough love. Uh, All right, you want to move on to week whatever? What are we, a nine? Yeah, week nine. God damn it. I love it. Also, I mean, there's also the... The report that came out this week that they might expand the playoffs to like sixteen teams if if a lot of games get canceled. So that's interesting. I don't know about that. All right, so let's go on to week nine of the NFL schedule. We got Seahawks at Bills, one of the better games this week, I think. But Bills have not looked good the past four weeks. Uh, lost two games in a row. Barely uh, barely beat the Jets. Didn't cover against them. The only time the Jets actually covered this season. Uh, they got blown out by the Chiefs, one of the biggest spreads of all time. Didn't even come close to it. 
Uh, and then they were a Cam Newton fumble away from blowing the game versus the Patriots, who had basically no one on offense besides Cam and Damian Harris. Um, is this? I mean, do we see the Bill the Bills offense like doing anything? Because this is probably one of their the easier matchups that they face in the in the last little bit. Uh, Seahawks uh, defense is not great. Josh Allen has after a great start of the season, has not continued that at all. I mean, this is definitely a game where you're hoping. I mean, look, I think the Bills are not as good as their record shows. Their offense is inconsistent. Their defense has looked really terrible. Sorry, I'm just kidding. My daughter, uh, she's going to sleep. Um, I, But this is a game where you're going to get right. So you're going to – Josh Allen's going to have his game. Uh, Diggs is going to have his game. Zach Moss, two touchdowns last week. Look at him go. Uh, he's the running back you want right now in, in uh, Buffalo. And Cole Beasley, he didn't have a good game, but he'll get back. This this is the game. This is the get-right game. The, but but in real football purposes, I don't think the Bills are going anywhere this year. They're probably going to win the division, but they are not a playoff team, like a long-term playoff team. They're going, they're going out quick. So, But this is the game. You, you ride the Bills players. Right now. They at least have good coaching, so they can win, pick up a game or so in the playoffs. Um, I think if they're in the uh, NFC, they could, you know, hang with anybody. But yeah, in the AFC, it's a little that that's a little harder. Um, you mentioned Zach Moss. I want to do a Zach Moss, J.K. Dobbins situation. Are we um, buying them before they get too hot, or do we think um, they're still they're one good game for each? Buy more sell Dobbins this season. Okay, that's the way I feel. You know, I you know I don't trust you know I don't trust Harbaugh, but I I trust what they're doing with Moss. I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just always go back to the don't never trust Harbaugh with running backs. Gus Edwards is going to get a bigger share, especially now with Ingram with Ingram Afro extended uh, at least a couple weeks. Yeah, I think Moss is probably a safer play. Both are built like. Bowling balls, both are great at the goal line, but and I would switch it if if Dobbins was on Buffalo and Moss was on uh, Baltimore, I'd say, you know, buy Dobbins, sell Moss. That's just that's just how it goes because again, it's it's the Harbaugh factor. It's the it, that that's what it is. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think you probably have. I say if you have Dobbins start him this week with Ingram still out. As long as Ingram's still out, I I like Dobbins, but yeah. Moss's long-term potential. Um I don't know what they they just don't like about Devin Singletary, but there's something they don't like about him. <laughs> I don't um, know. So uh so that makes me like Moss. Uh and then just obviously the only like they're not he doesn't have any chance of anybody vulturing except for Josh Allen. Like Singletary gets no carries in the in the red zone. Yeah, it's all Moss down there, unless they do a quick Allen run. But yeah, Singletary's a non-factor down there. Non-factor. And then, uh, for the Seahawks, um, are we just going to go back between Lockett and DK Metcalf having crazy crazy games? It is frustrating with those two. Like, it's who's going to... Whoever scores the first touchdown, it feels like, well, that's the guy who's going to have the big game. But, uh... They they both look fucking awesome. I I just you just you just gotta you can't not play them right. They're two fucking nuts. 
to never to ever sit them. But wow, yeah. DK Metcalf looks I'm, like he's gonna be the best wide receiver next like next year. He's gonna be in the draft in the first second round because he looks too damn good. DK, too damn. Yeah, good. I'm more of a DK guy than a lot. I like them both, but. I don't. DK's what had one bad game this entire season, so yep. I don't think even when Lockett is doing well, DK has a bad game. Um, but Lockett can have a bad game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like DK, like again, I think I said it last week, that DK uh, should have gotten six points for chasing Buda Baker down. Um, so <laughs> he 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 deserved more points in that game than what he got. And yeah, he oh, for sure. he might he might next year be the best receiver in the NFL. It's between this year, it's between him and Adams. Um, we'll see what happens when Thomas gets back. But this is DK in in um, PPR 20, 19, 19, 15, 27, 4, 40. Yeah. So he has one bad game, and mm-hmm. then every other game's amazing. So Ridiculous. he's. Ridiculous. Probably a first round pick next year. Yeah, he's 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 up there with the likes of Adams and Thomas and. You know Julio Jones and you know named and DeAndre Hopkins names like that. That's where that's where he's landing right now. How did so many people miss on him? That's that blows my mind. How how many wide receivers were taken ahead of him? This is crazy. <sighs> what was it? I think it was. Uh, I told you Andy Isabella was taken before him. I mean, what yeah. the fuck, man? What the is fuck? Is the only justifiable one Scary Terry? Like I rather have DK, but at least it's justifiable. It's not like it, Scary Terry. Maybe if you put him with Russell Wilson, he does just the same well, thing. Exactly. Like 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 Terry McLaurin it looks like an awesome wide receiver just stuck on a bad situation. I I I will I will grant them that, but DK Metcalf looks the best. He just looks like an animal. Like yeah, <laughs> he just, he's. He's insane. That touchdown he scored where he just went around everybody and like skirted the 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 fucking the sideline. I'm like that that was ridiculous. Most wide receivers just would have went out. No, he found a way to fucking just that long stride, like the gazelle or the fucking cheetah, whatever the fuck. Just boom, boom, boom. Just right. It's nuts. If you um just type in receivers drafted into Google, it uh, it finishes it for you. Receivers drafted. How were eight receivers drafted ahead of DK Metcalf? <laughs> that's like the like it's just so many people. I guess have asked this. Uh, that's not. That's gonna be like fireable offenses, though. Um, yeah. So Marquise Brown was the first one. Then Enkil Harry, which oh, it was a weird draft pick when it happened. Um, because he just didn't seem like he was explosive. I don't know. It. He seemed like a. He seemed like an Anquan Bolden without. Whatever makes Anquan Bolden Anquan Bolden, which is just not a good receiver. Um, Devo Samuel, okay, AJ Brown, defensible for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nicole Hardman, just speed. Nope. JJ Arcega, Whiteside. Oh Oof. man. Oh. God. Does he even play anymore? I don't think Paris, so. Paris Campbell, that sucks because he's been injured, but still, wouldn't be as good even if he is, was healthy. Nope. Andy Isabella. So. <laughs> so you have. And then, so Scary Terry wasn't taken ahead of him. He's taken. So you have one guy. You have AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Yeah, that's he's it. the only one that's defensible, and he's pretty defensible. I mean, AJ Brown's been a monster as well. Who is another guy that could go in the first or second round next year? He's definitely not going to go. It. Nah, I mean, I think I think he's like a third round pick. But then again, let's not. Well, if he's a third round pick. I will be picking him yeah. in that third 
Yeah, he's he, he was a good. third round pick in our league this year. Although I will say Corey Davis looking pretty good at this moment. He's had um, 21, 23, 27, tw- uh, 12 since he's came back. Yeah, it's solid. It's fucking solid. I like it. I like it. I like AJ Brown. I like DK Metcalf. I mean, what are you going to. I, I like Scary Terry if he could get a quarterback. Like, yeah. yeah, three guys that are going to be around for a while. Very nice. Very nice wide receivers. Uh, what were we, we talking about? Bills, weren't we? <laughs> well, Seahawks and Bills. Oh, right? Seahawks and Bills. Oh, I mean, that, that was pretty much it. I mean, I mean, you're playing your guys in this game, but it's, it's, it's it should, good to talk about those guys. It should be a high-scoring game, in my opinion. Yep, yep. Uh, all right, let's go on to this next game, which has teams that played exactly opposite last week. Lions, who just completely abandoned the run, uh, and made Matt Stafford throw about 80 times at the Vikings, who were like, Kirk Cousins got this, Dalvin Cook's got this, just throw it 10 times and have half your yards come from a screen to Dalvin Cook and we'll, we'll, beat the, we'll beat the Packers. Are you worried about, like, uh, I mean, Kenny Galladay is going to be out for at least a few weeks. The I mean, the do the Lions go back to running against the Vikings? Because... I, I sat Swift this week in my really deep league, luckily. He, but he got no points. Peterson didn't really do anything. Yeah, this was good thing we talked about Swift like this, where it was just like, yeah, he looks good, but don't trust, don't ever trust uh, Matt Patricia because he's an awful coach. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he's still obsessed with Peterson. But now, yeah, without Galladay. Do you like Marvin Hall at all? Do you like... Uh, they have like mm-hmm. a Marquez somebody that I don't even know I mean, who look, he is. He's I, a, like a fifth-round pick. Or something. I don't trust any Lions wide receiver because they're all not good enough, like, besides Galladay, like, to be Is the warranted. only startable Lion without Galladay TJ Hawkinson? I mean, Hawkinson without Galladay has That's, gotten yeah. gets a lot of more looks. Like he's, it's not. I mean, Marvin Jones obviously gets bumped up uh, for deep threat, but for um, like the middle of the field, Hawkinson immediately saw a lot more targets. And when Galladay was out earlier earlier this year, uh, Hawkinson was like a decent play at tight ends. Yeah, I would trust Hawkinson more than I'd rather, like you know. Let's just say it's a flex position. Uh, Hawkinson more than Marvin Jones. Um, yeah, I know he scored his touchdowns and whatnot, but he he just not trust them. Like I don't, I can't trust him, and then, and I can't even trust even against him. the Vikings. I don't know. I mean, they did a pretty good job on the Packers. I mean, besides Devontae Adams scoring two touchdowns, uh, they shut down everybody else, and Marvin Jones is no Devontae Adams, and Matt Stafford is no Aaron Rodgers. And they shut down the run as well, um, so I don't, you know, I don't think DeAndre Swift, the 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 mixture of Swift, Peterson, and the chances that Carryon Johnson gets are any better than what the Packers are going to, uh, you know, pushed out there uh, last week with uh, Williams and Dylan. So I don't, I don't, I'm not, I just don't like the pack. I don't like, I don't like the Lions this week. Um, I really don't. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I, Hawkinson, the only guy I trust. Okay, um, and then for the Vikings, I mean, 
if Kirk Cousins can't do it against the Lions, he's not doing it against the other team. I mean, look, Dalvin Cook, obviously. I mean, Lions have one of the worst running defenses in the league. Um, they will run like crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much... I mean, Jefferson might have a, have flex potential. Um, but it's pretty much Dalvin Cook show, and you got to play Thielen. You can't, you can't sit Thielen. He's, he has a nose for the end zone, and he's too damn good of a wide receiver. So... And you have no other choice, probably, at this point. Exactly. Because you, Thielen, everybody I've seen who's picked Thielen was the, um, you were probably high a high pick in the first round, and that was your wraparound second or third, like <laughs> when all the good receivers were gone. So he's probably your wide receiver one. So you can't, yeah, there's nothing else you could do anyway. He's got a nose for the end zone, so at least, I, 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 I'm going to, I'll guarantee a touchdown for Thielen this week. Just going to guarantee Woo! it. It's going to guarantee it. There's a bad, bad Matt Patricia coach team. He should be fired. <laughs> yeah, Thielen's a wide receiver, too, on a high end, too, on almost every week. Yeah. But he has his duds. He does. He does. Blame blame Kirk Cousins in that offense. Um, all right, what else we got, Johnny? Uh, all right. Uh, Ravens at Colts. Uh, Ravens trying to get that run game. <sighs> They, I mean, they need it because Lamar Jackson's passing has been awful. And then the Colts, with Darius Leonard back, look like the run-stopping behemoth that they always were. So yeah, Colts. that should be uh, – it's just an interesting matchup. Both teams are 5-2. and two. Um, It's going to be playoff seeding. I don't think anyone's catching the, the, the Steelers or the Chiefs uh, for that first bye or the, the one bye. But – they well, should just be an well, interesting game. Well, if they expand to sixteen teams, like you were saying earlier, would there then again be two buys? I have no idea. So it would pro- that's probably what would happen. So. Yeah, you'd probably have two buys. That's so, so many teams. I know. It, of course it is. Well, that that's you know, I I don't know. I think so it they should just stick with the twelve. Whatever. We're we're at whatever fourteen now or seven on each side or I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, <laughs> Because uh, divisions mean so much, and the playoffs mean so. I, you know, I'm willing to give this one a chance. The new whatever it is now. What is it now? Why can't I think? We it's, have seven, it, it's seven teams, and one team gets a bye. Okay, so fourteen. Yeah, so fourteen total. One team on each conference gets a bye. So it's the six teams play, then three make it out, and then there's four. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, even with fourteen, there's going to be at least two really bad teams in the playoffs. Do we need? Do we need four really bad? Do we need basketball? Nobody cares about the NBA's first rounds. Like, why are we going to make the first, like wild card weekends stupid? Like, you're just making wild card weekends something that nobody wants to watch. I mean, in the AFC, there'll be good teams at least. The NFC, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Uh, there, I mean, obviously, the NFC East, you can't do anything about that because you have to have a division winner. But I feel like there's going to be not just that. Another. Like, the Bears are going to be in it or something. Like The Bears don't deserve anything. Who wants to watch the Bears? Nobody wants to watch the Bears. Not even Bears fans. No, not even Bears fans. You're right. No, I mean, look. What were we talking about? The fucking Ravens and the fucking Colts? Or the Rams. Actually, no. It's, it's probably going to be NFC West. Probably gonna be Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, then Saints, Bucks, Packers, Bears. 
One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, no, I don't know. Yeah, maybe something. The Bears might make it. So that would, <laughs> that would be pretty terrible. We were talking about the Colts, though. Yeah, we were. And by the way, Nag- Nagy is also on the list of coaches that need to be fired. Um um, but yeah, John just looks so weird. Looks like half his blankets covering his head. Um, oh, sorry. But yeah, no, trying no, to reduce the echoes. With Leonard back, that Colts defense definitely gets a boost. Um, I, I think it, it might be tough sledding for Jackson again if they cannot get anything happening with the run game. I'm worried still for him throwing the ball. I just, I, I mean, you're still playing your Mark Andrews, your Hollywood Browns, because they, you know, but I don't think he's getting that 35-point Jackson game. I think it's going to be one of the middling Jackson games. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. That, that's, my, that's, my, that's my noise. I could see it being a t- <laughs> game for him as well. I think it's probably a middling Jackson game. I mean, that defense has been stout all year. Um, and like John said, Darius Leonard's the missing piece. He's the, you know, it's like, I feel like they always make it so the Cowboys are only allowed to have that guy on defense. But he's <laughs> the Leighton Vander Esch or the <laughs> Sean Lee. Hopefully um, he stays healthier than uh, this. Yeah. The also, I mean, it's just, I mean, would you be, are you playing any Colts against this Ravens defense? I don't think so. Maybe, I'm I mean, besides Taylor. Taylor besides Taylor. Oh, I don't think oh. Taylor's going to play, though. I'm worried. I'm worried the ankle injury. We'll but if, if, if he does play, yes, I'd play Taylor. But that is it. You can't play any wide receivers. You can't, you can't trust his tight ends. I mean, Trey Burton, only way he could score is rushing touchdowns. <laughs> I, that, that's not great out of your tight uh, end. How about this? If he plays, I put in Taylor. If he doesn't, I like Hines. As like just he's going to probably get a bunch of dumpers. Yeah, I could see dumpers from Phil Rivers at this point if uh, Taylor is not in the game. Yeah. Because if, if Taylor's not in the game, I doubt they go like a full force Jordan Wilkins 25-touch did, game. Did, so they probably do like... 15 carries Wilkins, and then a bunch of dumpers. Did you say Fred Taylor? Because that would have been amazing. I thought you said Fred Taylor. If, ta- if Taylor. Oh, I thought you said Fred Taylor. I'm like, yeah, I wish Fred Taylor was playing again. <laughs> yeah, Fred Taylor was awesome. Uh, He's on a practice squad now? He, yeah, he, him and Alfred Morris are uh, hanging out <laughs> <Right>. together. practice <laughs> squad. Ah, that's, uh, yeah, the one good Jags team. Oh, well, I guess the Jags were good, what, three years or four years ago as well? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, but that was no Fred Taylor. Then, then Maurice Jones drew, you know. Yeah, Byron Leftwich. Oh, Leftwich, fucking uh, who was the wide receiver on that team? Was that was that too late for McCardell? Keenan McCardell? Keenan McCardell? Uh, no. Oh no. man, he was mid two thousands. Yep, there you go, Keenan McCardell. Beautiful. Who wasn't he like Byron Leftwich? Just crap. When you thought of just like unathletic, crafty quarterback, he's one of the first people that come to my mind. I used to. I got gutsy. So gutsy. I, I used to play Madden around that time, like Madden 04, Madden 05. I used to take out Byron Leftwich and I'd put in David Garrard because he was such a better running quarterback and the accuracy really didn't fucking matter. You just fucking throw it up there to fucking McCardell and didn't fucking catch anything. You, you threw it to him. But if you had Garrard, you could run the ball because Leftwich was so unathletic. So it was, you always need a Garrard in that in that uh 
in that game. Just so if anyone ever everyone tries to play Madden 04, Madden 05, just throw in Garrard instead of Leftwich, he'll have a better time with the Jags. And the defense I'm was sure, fantastic. I feel like I'm pretty like uh, disappointed in that. Why? That you would take out Leftwich. Oh. Also, when Fred Taylor was in with Leftwich, their uh, wide receivers were Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith, um, that was the one I was thinking of. Oh, fucking Jimmy Smith was the man. I love Jimmy mm-hmm. Smith. That yeah, was... they had Jimmy Smith. They had um, Matt Jones, the tall white guy. Well, yep, receiver. yep, yep. No, and, uh, Desmond, was Desmond Howard a receiver? No, right? No, 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 no. Not, not that I remember. But look, we used to have, my friends and I used to have like, a, like Madden tournaments. And I was always the Jags. And their defense was stout. And Garrard was a good running quarterback that could just toss it up to Duck Smith, and you have Fred Taylor just running. It was it was a very dynamic team, so you had to take Leftwich out for Garrard. I'm, I'm sorry, it sucks. I'm sorry, Byron Leftwich, but David Garrard was the, <laughs> the superior running uh, quarterback in Madden that year. Whichever one it was, I think it was the one that had Michael Vick on it or uh, Ray Lewis. Can't remember. Um, sorry. Anyway. Back to uh, our regis- regularly scheduled program of whatever we were talking about, John. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins at Dolphins at Cardinals. Uh, I mean, Dolphins defense, like Brian said earlier, has been sneaky, very good. Lots of turnovers. Do I mean? And then the Cardinals. They also have the uh, the newly freed Chase Edmonds away from the 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 anchor that was. Kenyon Drake dragging him down. And I also heard one of their offensive linemen, I can't remember his name, is coming back this week. Uh, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> but uh, apparently that is the reason why Kenyon Drake has been maybe somewhat bad. Uh, I mean, was good. Chase Edmonds has looked good in that. No, I know, so. I know. But then again, you know, in it's always easier to say when someone's in there for running downs that, like, they're expecting it. So, but either way, look, I love Chase Edmonds. I just think mm-hmm. Chase Evans is going to have a fantastic week this week. Um, so, yeah, no, I love can Chase Edmonds. We, can we love Chase Edmonds and still say Kenyon Drake is a trade target? Because to me, he is. Because I think you could get Kenyon Drake for a wide receiver three right now. And with how much you need running backs. Like, I think whoever has Kenyon Drake is just like, yeah, I'll unload him. What are you going to get? What are, what are you going to give me? And I'll take anything. Let, I'll, I'll give you Drake. Sure. Uh, Here you right. go. So, all right. So, all right. This is a scenario that's real in our league. I have Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Would it be worth trading for Kenyon Drake? Doing a triple stack. It's a lot of stacks. The big well, stack. Like, who would you think to trade for? Um, I mean, look. I mean, we're talking like a... I'm not saying I would do it, but like a Cole Beasley type. Or a, a Sterling Shepard. Oh, Sterling Shepard for sure. Yeah, like if you could get Drake for Sterling Shepard, and you might be able to. Who knows? The, I mean, I know the team you're talking about in our league, which is the hottest team in our league right now besides you. you well, no, he's probably a little hotter than oh, you. Oh, I won six straight games. I'm pretty fucking hot. You won hot. six straight, but there's a pretty low score. He's been scoring high and winning. I'm also going to um, crush him this week, so it's going to it's gonna stop that, that hotness that you talk about on his team. So, just saying. All right, so it's going to be good. Uh, <laughs> but So if that team needed receivers, they might settle for Beasley. Or, I mean, Beasley's been good. Or Shepard for Drake. 
um, and anything you could do to get a, a running back that is a possible starter is something you need to do right now. Yeah. If you're a team with two uh, solid running backs, uh, power to you. There you go. They're falling, man. It is, it is. They are falling, and it's 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 tough sledding to find a, a running back that gets 20 carries a game. <laughs> it really is. It really fucking is. Man, um, how much would you settle for just, like, an Alex Smith dumper option? Like... Where are all those guys this year? Like the James Whites of the world, please stand up. Where are you? Yeah, even JD, yeah. even like the McKissicks aren't like doing it like on a regular basis the way you you'd hope. Um, you know the dumpers to happen. I don't know. It's not it's not dumb city anymore. Yeah, no Dookie Jays out there. I mean, Hines is one of the closest things you have, and he either gets two points or twenty, so you can't really trust him. It it's it's a it's a very strange season, it really is. I don't know, I don't know, but he doesn't know. I don't know. What are we talking he about again? <laughs> I keep forgetting what we're talking about. Oh, uh, Dolphins at Cardinals. Um, I don't. That's pretty much it. Tua is still not a legit starting quarterback option. No. And also, Miles Gaskin. We, I mean, Brita is he an option with Gaskin out? With the bad with the bad running back situation like we just talked about, um, if they just if they decide to to declare him the starter, the Cardinals run defense isn't that great. So yeah, I think he's worth a worth a look because we know Breda is pretty electric. I mean, he was always the guy in the 49ers who would get a fifty yard carry and then get fucked at the goal line for uh for someone else. I mean, does Jordan Howard have two carries or four carries for two yards and two touchdowns? It's possible. But I'd trust Brady at least getting the yards, you know, so and and the more touches. So I'll go with the guy who gets more touches, and I'll go Brady over Jordan. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, I still don't like starting Brady. I, I feel like this could be one of those you get tricked by everybody saying this is uh, Brady game, Brady game, start Brady, like pick him up, hottest waiver wire pickup, and then you put him in and it's just a dud. I could see that happening. He's like he doesn't even play or something, or he gets like two snaps. Yeah. Oh, of course. So that's always that's a possibility. Just if you go into this week knowing that's a possibility, if you're willing to risk it for that biscuit. I'm risking it for that biscuit right now. FYI. Um, but yeah, look. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do in this tough running back, uh, post-apocalyptic NFL, you know, situation we're in here. What else you got, John? Uh, last game, Saints at Bucks. Does Michael, Michael Thomas finally come out of his cave for this game, Anthony? Yes, I think he does. I think he comes out of this game. I think Emmanuel Sanders comes back. I think Marquez Callaway comes back. I think the Saints are full strength against the Buccaneers team that allowed the Giants to uh, potentially throw all over them if Daniel Jones could make any of those passes. So it's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, well, good thing for the Bucks is... Breeze's arm Breeze isn't strong uh, enough to get those throws out anyway. Uh, apparently, so. Jones can't do it either. So, well, look. he he didn't. Jones just didn't see the throws. He no, didn't make he didn't, those throws. I mean, he didn't make those throws. He was Breeze can see them. He just won't be able to make them. Well, look. <laughs> well, I'd rather at least be able to see him. So, look, I I um I think this is the time Michael Thomas comes out. But look, he only played one game this season. It was versus the Bucks. It wasn't a good game. Uh, do I expect a lot from him? No. If he plays, are you playing him? Absolutely. Um, but I like Emmanuel Sanders a little more this week uh, because I think if, if Thomas plays, there's going to be a lot of attention on Thomas. 
And Emmanuel Sanders isn't coming off of uh, an ankle injury and a hamstring injury. He's just coming off of COVID injury. So I like Emmanuel Sanders a lot this week. Um, but of course, like I said, if you, may, if you have Mike, uh, Michael Thomas, you should play him. For sure. You can't. You can't not play him. That's just dumb. Dumb, dumb not to play him. Fair and, like, let's just hope he doesn't punch anybody in practice this week. Yeah. Also, what the Bears receiver going after the guy that Michael Thomas punched. That guy just must be very, just very punchable. That is true. Uh, yeah. Apparently. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, he went after the same guy Michael Thomas punched. I'm like, maybe this guy is a jerk. Um, but then you saw he, he did stick his finger into uh, Anthony Miller's, um, like, helmet before that. They show, They yeah. kept showing that. So maybe he was a little bit of a jerk. But uh, again, do not punch someone with a helmet on. That's that, dumb. That does not seem like a good you idea. You don't. You don't <laughs> win by punching a helmet. I I never understood that, and he did it twice. He punched That's him twice. That's your biggest bugaboo. You've been saying this since we've had a podcast. But why do you punch someone with a helmet? I don't know. Doesn't You're only gonna good. hurt your hand. You're not gonna hurt them. It it just makes no sense to me. And now he's gonna be suspended. So whatever. Maybe 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 Gardner Johnson is punchable. So I think you're so frustrated that like where you if you're that frustrated where you want to punch somebody, where are you gonna punch them if you're on a football field? Just chop in them, the chop them in the neck. No, because they're probably they're probably wearing tough. a cup, but underneath the helmet is their neck, and that's that's very unguarded. Just give him a and and he came up behind them. He could have just fucking chopped them right in the neck. Gardner Johnson would have went down. Not everybody is, like, trained in the art of the chop, though. Yeah, but if you have someone who's unsuspecting and you just fucking chop like this, just fucking go, bah! Gardner Johnson's going down. You can't breathe. You got right right in the throat. You're done. But you punch him in the helmet and Gardner Johnson just looks at you like, what are you doing? Like... <sighs> okay. What about um, a body shot? What about, like, oh. a side shot to, like, the... Like, uh, I, I know, but you gotta... Kidneys. You, yeah, kidney but, shot. But you gotta find where there's no pads. You know yeah, there's like no the under kidney shot. But you know there's no neck pads. Just fucking chop under the neck when they're not looking like he just was trying to do. I don't get it. Just chop under the neck. Anyone who's trying to be a jerk, just chop under the neck. You you got it. Right under the helmet. Right in the neck. <laughs> they're there. Done. You Done. should teach a karate course. You'd be very <laughs> you'd be very like um Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> But it would work, I'm telling you. Next, next, I, I, I'm gonna. Who's this guy? Wims. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find him on Twitter. I'm like, yo, next time, chop, chop him in the neck. Maybe he'll do it. Maybe he'll <laughs> fucking do a, it. If you need a course, I, I will. I don't charge too much. I don't charge anything. I just want to see you chop him in the neck, and I want, I want to appreciate you not punching someone in the helmet. That's all I want. That's all I want. Don't be dumb. But uh, yeah. Again, what, what is it? we're talking Buck Saints. Gronkowski gonna go off. Maybe even Cameron Antonio Bray. Antonio Brown. Do, do you have if you have him? Do you play him? Who? Antonio Brown. Oh man. I feel like the first game of Antonio Brown with the Patriots, he went off. So that's a pretty decent bet. Yeah, but what would their other wide receivers? Uh, this time they have Mike Evans. Godwin might be coming back after a week off. Yeah. Um, they got Gronkowski. So I don't know, you know, the, the man. Also, I, mean, I, I think you play him. I think you play him. He's got to be your flex. He's got to be your flex. Like, he can't be a wide receiver, too. He can't be wide receiver, three. He's got to be the flex. He's got to be, like, your, like, 
it's tough. Um, yeah, there's a lot of buys this week. There, yeah. there are buys. Um, yeah, I don't know. he's in there, man. That's so now that's one where I feel more comfortable playing him than Breda. Yep, yep, I, I agree completely with that as well. Because, like, I'm sorry, Breda's not hasn't is not living with Tua. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you guys. If it, if it was between Breda and Antonio Brown, look, the the ceiling is way higher for Antonio Brown. The floor is also and, pretty low too, considering he hasn't played in a year and whatever. But yeah, but him the, and Brady like they're probably like hooking up or something at their man at the mansion that he rents together. Brady, I forget. Well, he rented some Florida mansion from some famous person that moved out. I can't remember who it was though. I'll find <laughs> out in a second. Um, I think it was Derek Jeter's ranch mansion. Nice. It was. Yep, that's was right. It? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're probably hooking up in Derek Jeter's mansion. Derek Jeter lo- leaves him one of their his patented gift baskets, but uh, they got something going on, and I think Brady wants to make him look good. Like I think Brady's like desperate to say like, "Hey, you know how Belichick um, cut him right away and thought this was a stupid idea? Nah, he's he's my guy. I'm gonna make him look good." I'd be interested. Um, all right, yeah. So there you go. Play Antonio Brown over Matt Breda and others um but again if you have any uh those similar questions and lineups uh lineup also thoughts well uh, i i have one question what uh ronald jones like what what happened last game like are they seriously going to punish him that long for a fumble and keep going with leonard fournette when Ronald Jones has been one of the best running backs, I mean he hasn't been one of the he hasn't been one of the best running backs, but he's been yeah, okay. he's been he's been okay. I he's been a solid running. He's back. been okay. He's been like an um, every week play. He's been oh he's well. been okay. And if Fournette's healthy, it's gonna be what happens. This is what happens when Fournette's healthy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Fournette has been injured. Fournette's just as good as Ronald Jones. They're gonna split carries. Yeah, Ronald Jones. Um, I ho- like. I hope you sell- sold high on him because I mean he's still somebody you you want to roster and play in a flex. But yeah, he's not better than Fournette. He, they're about the same player. Yeah, and they give Fournette's him... a better pass catcher. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And close to a bit, probably similar in pass blocking. So it's not like Ronald Jones has much more on him. So it's 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 gonna hurt if you're a Ronald Jones owner. It's also gonna hurt if you're a Fournette owner because you never know what's gonna happen. Who's gonna get the goal line carries? Who's gonna get the more snaps? It's just gonna be it's gonna be frustrating. So sucks for those two owners. Um, but yeah, so that is right. that. Yeah, that's it for the week nine games. And with that comes our most uh, transparent, coming, and easily recognizable segment that we do every week. And that's the boys of the week. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I saw for as long as I could. You did. But... You did. And then it didn't show it. Wait, what was <laughs> that? What, what's Can that, that be the new intro to boys of the week? <laughs> or boys of the week. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, going with how they have gone this season. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no is a proper, a proper introduction <laughs> for the segment because mm. they have not been good. Anthony, you won last week, but it was not pretty. Wait, I won and I had a player who was injured? That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what were what were our boys? I can't even remember. Okay. Let's see. Anthony had uh, Damian Debo Harris. Samuel. 
uh, Boston Scott and Damian Harris, which pretty much sealed it for him because everyone else shit the bed. Uh, <laughs> you did well. You had Hasty Brian. Oh, not Hasty. bad. Uh, Rashad, well, he had like 30 yards rushing. Uh, Rashad Higgins and Richard Rodgers. Not bad. I had, I had Nelson Aguilar, Scotty Miller, and Greg Ward. Oh, man. Well, Richard Rodgers fell prey to Goddard playing, but then Goddard fell play, prey to Goddard playing. Um, yeah. Classic. <laughs> Classic, um, uh, and Aguilar, man, uh, wow! You, uh, we, we it was went, the wind. It was the wind. I didn't was, know it was going to be. It was the wind. I didn't know it was going to be forty-five mile per hour gusting. That, that first Dan yeah. Carlson kick was ridiculous. How it was going far right on, and cut. I don't give up on Aguilar. Look, I'm not as high as I was on him last week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really? Don't give up on him. I don't give up on him because that wins. Uh, nobody could complete a throw. I mean, it's not like. Darren Waller, somebody's somebody like is no, of course. Dropping down Darren Waller left and right, he didn't get a catch. Yeah, like you couldn't. I mean, he got a catch. He didn't get a good, had a good, have a good game. You couldn't throw deep in that game. And Aguilar is you know a player who can go deep. So it was it was a very I mean sixteen to six. Renfro I think scored the only touchdown, and it was like a pretty shit you know small catch. You know, no, don't get me wrong. Nice catch by Renfro for a touchdown, but like it was a. Yeah, it was a rough game. So, yeah, you really can't take much out of that. I agree. I just wanted to give some shit for Aguilar. Um, wow, so I won on uh, two players. Very nice. I'll take yep. it. See? And that's why I didn't want to take a, a different player because I want to be real, even though I fuck, fucked up with Debo Samuel. Um, all right, so this week I got the first pick. Boom. I am going to go with a guy who I don't know why I'm going with him because I hate the coach. Um, but I'm going with the Gus Bus baby nice he has uh, scored in the past two weeks that was actually really good uh yeah he scored past two weeks um they seem to like him by the goal line so i'm thinking he's gonna get a third straight touchdown this week harbaugh doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to running backs and gus bus is getting himself a third touchdown okay all right who's Ma- next my first boy. I guess John's well, next. <laughs> Wait, you want to go second? Right, you go second. Oh, uh, I don't know. We are both. We're both abysmal, right? Like, there's no. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, Hasty got some yards, so I guess. Hasty had a touchdown, than... actually. Yeah, yeah. I think I get second here. Okay, you go. Um, I am gonna go Jerry Judy, the rookie. Hasn't done oh, anything. God damn it! That was <laughs> <laughs> nice. Got him. Always works out that way. Uh, Drew Locke's been terrible, but, you know, if there's going to be a get-right defense, it's going to be the Cowboys, but he's not playing the Cowboys. Um, So then it's going to be Atlanta. Uh, I think Judy, you know, he is prone to getting these 50-yard receptions and nothing else in games. I think he does the 50 yards and then maybe, like, another three receptions for 30 so a good 80 yard four receptions and maybe a touchdown. All right. Uh, very good pick. Um, my first pick will be Darnell Mooney going up against the Titans. Only 3,900 on DraftKings. Uh, Titans defense. Bless you. Oh, gosh. Yeah, bless you. Uh, Titans defense is atrocious. They have not been able to stop anyone for the past – now three four weeks and mooney is very good at getting behind defenses and nick Foles just loves to check it up so mooney's gonna get a long shot for like 60 yards and maybe a touchdown 
Paul Mooney. I like it. Um, I'm going <laughs> to go with a guy I think I talked about a couple weeks back, and he sort of crapped out uh, in his last game. But I'm going to bring I'm going to bring him back. He's going to bring him be a, a bring back boy, and it's bring uh, back like Jenko G. And it's, uh, JD McKissick. Um, I really thought he was going to have a big game in Week Seven versus the Cowboys. Uh, they got up early. Antonio Gibson just fucking ran all over them, and they didn't need they didn't need the dumpers. There was no dumpers necessary. There was no passing game needed for Washington. They just ran clean, down clean bottoms. They ran it right down the Cowboys' throats. But they're going up against the Giants, who when they played the Giants last time, he had eight carries for forty one yards and six catches for forty three yards. I like him to have a similar game this week versus the Giants, who could have a very nice game versus the. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think it's going to be a very tight game, and they're going to do a little more uh, in the passing game, and that will allow J.D. McKissick to get his. So, J.D. McKissick for my second boy. Okay. Brian, your second boy. All right, I'm going to do something that I hope you guys allow me to do um, because I am. it's so up in the air if this guy plays. So I want to pick a guy and then pick his very unknown backup. Uh, and this guy is a backup himself. So Jordan Reed, uh, so hopefully coming back, but it's a short week. They play Thursday against the Packers, so very good matchup. Um, a Kittle out. I, I'm going to pick Jordan Reed to put up a couple touchdowns if he can make it on the field. If not, I hope you guys allow me to get Ross Dwelly. Okay, I'll allow it. I think because it's so deep, I'll allow it too. I don't, like Ross Dwelly, like yeah, you got to allow it. Yeah. And it's not like he get like Reed is getting injured during the week or getting injured in the game. It's like he's been injured and he might make it back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dwelly's deep boy, very. This I'll is accept it. It is, it is a deep boy. It is, it is a deep cut boy. Okay, talking of lashes, well, not that deep cut of a boy. I am going to go Lavisca Chenault against Houston, forty two hundred. Now I know uh, Gardner Minshew. He's not going to play. So that means the Jaguars are going to have to rely on a bunch of misdirection and possible, you know, uh, jet sweeps and like wide receiver handoffs and shit like that, which Chanel is amazing at. So I'll give him uh, 40 yards of catches and 50 yards of rushing, maybe a touchdown. You like Chanel. I think it's your second time you picking him like this year. You do like Chanel, yeah. Uh, it's fun to say, to be honest. I am going to go my third boy. This is a guy, or this is a boy, who at one point was a guy, and now is reverted back to boy status. Hardcore. You hate to see it happen. Um, but he's been a boy for a long time. But now he's on a new team, and he was a boy last week versus the Jets. And I'm mm. going Le'Veon Bell. Um, did not have a good game versus the Jets. Uh, John loves in revenge games. There was no revenge game for Le'Veon Bell. I could have sworn that he was going to go off against the Jets. Um, he looked like trash. Um, but then again, first week for the, with the Chiefs, I give them a pass. But now they get the Panthers' run defense, who is absolute shit. And this is a game where I think that the Chiefs can get up a little bit early, and they can start doing some running. And Le'Veon Bell's going to find himself about 10 to 12 touches, maybe find about 60 yards. And I'm hoping that he finds the end zone this week. So Le'Veon Bell, third boy. Trying to get back to man status, doing the best he can. Also, it's kind of bullshit that the Chiefs pulled a fake punt on the Jets. Like it was a nice, like, it was a very like, nice fake tri- punt. 
Trick plays should not be allowed against the Jets. Like that's that's too much. It was a nice big punt though. It's pretty excellent. All right, Brian, you go. All right, I am going to pick somebody that we said you shouldn't start anybody in this game besides possibly TJ Hawkinson. I'm going Marvin Hall. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Three catches for over 100 yards last game. He was their deep threat with Galladay out. Um, You know, I'm not going to play this guy. I don't want to play this guy. But he's going to be a boy. He's going to be a shot in the dark boy. Because Stafford is always good for a co- for a long touchdown, like he just is. He's always good. Stafford's a good quarterback uh, in a weird situation with a terrible coach, and I I don't know. He's found himself into a nightmare scenario. Uh, not the worst scenario in the league, so he stays there and doesn't complain, but ne- never better than mediocre. Uh, but. Still good enough to produce a long touchdown to Marvin Hall. Look, we should we should like clarify like what the boys mean. I mean, because it's not a guy you're like we're telling you you have to play. This is a boy who has a chance to become a man. And this is the opportunity that we're we're telling you that you know this is a this is a game to be a man. And it's a long shot. It's not necessarily going to happen. You know, you're not going to play Marvin Hall. I mean, maybe in the 16-team league, you'll be playing Marvin Hall. But this is not a 12-team, like, for sure, got to play it. Like, this is like, we're talking about boys trying to become men here. So, just to yeah. clarify it. You know, like... Would you say boys are best for cheap daily fantasy cheap dfs like is that what you're looking for like somebody who's filling your last daily fantasy roster spot absolutely Mm -hmm. like this is really mainly what the boys are about they're about um cheap daily fantasy like because like you can (laughs) you you can get a gus edwards for probably under four thousand or around four thousand so this is to help round out those lower prices in daily fantasy when you're gonna use the uh the upper echelon for your you know your Tyreek Hills or your Derrick Henrys or whatever. You know, you need like you need filler boys. You need boy fillers. <laughs> yeah, these, filler boys. Let's stick with filler boys. And these are these are the guys we're looking for. Which is why John always gives it DK prices. Uh, Brian and I always slack on it. Um, but mm-hmm. th- this is what we're this is what mm-hmm. we're looking for in our in our boys. Like it's it's to round out your your drafting lineups. That's pretty much what we're looking at here. So Okay. Speaking of deep boys that could fill out your DraftKings lineups for a very reasonable price, I am taking this receiver because Brian took my first receiver from this game. I'm taking Deshaun Hamilton against the Falcons, only 3,200 on DraftKings. Again, you just got to hope and get lucky that he gets a uh, a nice deep pass for a touchdown. I like Deshaun Hamilton, actually. I thought he may even uh, go in... Uh... Trying to uh, continue with the Tim Patrick boy, but I think he's uh, he's moving up Tim Patrick. So Dejan Hamilton, nice nice pick versus a, a very suspect defense. Very nice. Oh, Falcons are sus for sure. Complete sus, exactly. So well, look with that, we are done with this podcast. Um, you can find us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter, where we will answer all your fantasy football questions. You can find us also at Fantasy Lens Podcast at Gmail. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, 
um, Amazon Music. We are. I mean, we're we are everywhere. Look for Fantasy Lens, and we and we are there. So please subscribe, rate, download the podcast. We love the feedback. We love helping you guys with fantasy football every week. And as always, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week.